Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Did you ever hear the expression, if life gives you lemons, make lemonade? Well, when Eric Metaxas was little, he had his own lemonade stand. And he sold so much lemonade, he became rich beyond his wildest dreams. Now he's able to do whatever he wants. And he's now the host of a big-time radio show. Welcome the guy who's oh so lemony sweet, Eric Metaxas. Welcome back. Uh, I have the joy of sitting here with Albin Sadar. What? Who? The author oh. of a book titled Obvious. 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 Uh, and the subtitle is Seeing the Evil That's in Plain Sight and Doing Something About It. So, Albin, yeah. the subtext here is that there are still people, many of them self-professed Christians, who just say, meh, you know, I don't want to be... Uh, combative. I don't want to be one of those people. Um, I, I used to be like that. I used to be, well, I yeah. don't want to be like, you know, yeah. those hotheads that talk about this stuff. I, because I don't want the grief that comes along with it. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. That's called being a coward. And yeah. if you're a coward, you have to repent. There's no way around it. Uh, if you don't repent, then you continue to be a coward. And I think that we have to understand that, especially if you live in the United States of America, God calls us to stand for what is right and true and good. People um, have fought in wars to preserve the union, to preserve our way of self-government and liberty for all. It's a beautiful thing. And there are many people, and I write about it in my book, Letter to the American Church, who have this idea that I don't need to do anything like that. I just need to, you know, stay in my little theological lane and talk about Jesus and Jesus didn't just talk about Jesus. Jesus didn't just preach the gospel. Jesus um, spoke truth, uncomfortable truth. that made a lot of people so angry at him that they wanted to kill him. And I think we have to embrace that and have to understand that God calls us not to love our lives, uh, but to love him yes. uh, and to give our lives over to his purposes. And when you're living in a crazy time like we are now, where the last election was stolen and where the left is no longer the party of Tip O'Neill. It's not even the party of Bill Clinton. They have become, in effect, uh, cultural Marxist leftists who will do literally anything and who are intent. This is where it gets crazy who are obviously intent in destroying America as we know it. Yeah. And I I try to deal with the the Christian aspect and getting involved in politics with many chapters in my book, Obvious. One of them particularly is called, Does Thou Shalt Not Steal Apply to Elections? Christians, are you allowed to steal all kinds of things? But, you know, if you stole election, well, that's, we'll give you a a, a mulligan or a pass or whatever they say. So I I address those things specifically. And, and, there are, I have a, a section here where I talk about mic drop moments of Jesus. Jesus will say something and boom, nothing else can be said because he just spoke truth as it were to power. If anyone spoke truth to power, it was Jesus. But he, he would do it 
in, in kind of a clever way. Sometimes, I don't know if this applies to Jesus, but sometimes you get a sense that some of it's whimsical. It, almost like Jesus has a little wink in his eye when he, when he even addresses the Pharisees and, and, and takes them up on things. Like, whose, whose image is on the coin? Give to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. You know, it's like, gotcha. It's, you know? it's, it's, it's so powerful. And, and part of the good news of what we're going through uh, in America and in the world at this time is it's waking many people up who have have been asleep. Yes. And, and I and I always say that there's kind of like, um, how do I put it? To some extent, you know, you, you can wake up a little bit uh, and then you can wake up even more and even more and even more. And I think a lot of people were a little bit awake but what happened uh, with the election being stolen, they just said, now, wait a minute. That, uh, that's, that's part of my story. It's like, now, wait a minute. Yeah. What? What? We're not going to have that in America. But see, that's the thing. I, I thought to myself, why do people still not believe 2020 was stolen? Why? And I thought to myself, you know why? I think the number one reason people would fall back on is that doesn't happen in America. Right. I think most people think that has third world countries. That happens over yeah. there. That happens in communism. They don't realize that we've already come down that far. They've been, they've been blindsided. And, and it's something Glenn Beck talked about years and years ago about the top, top down and bottom up. What's been happening is the top has been pressing down on us with their kind of communistic viewpoints. And from the bottom in the schools, grade schools even, you know, they're starting to teach the communist stuff. So the kids growing up, they think, oh, this is okay that America's a bad place. And uh, from the top, it's like, oh, yeah, we've done some bad things, and we're going we're gonna to fundamentally transform this country. And before you know it, we're fundamentally transformed. And a lot of people think it's like turning up the heat on the, on the frog. Oh, it's getting warmer and warmer, but, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay. Well, again, there, there have been things so bad that it's waking people out of their stupor. Uh, it's like they're sleepwalking, and then suddenly, bang, they bump into a wall. Uh, for many people, the stolen election was that wall. For some people, the the vaccine stuff yes. that oh, you don't even question. You think, wait, wait, now, wait a minute. What do you mean? Don't question that you're asking me to put something experimental in my body and the bodies of my children, my pregnant wife. And I'm not supposed to question when, when they said don't question it. That's when a lot of people said, ah, ah, ah. you know what? Now I'm going to question it because you told me I couldn't do that. This is America. We have every right to question it. Uh, the authoritarian lockdowns, um, on and on and on over the last three years. What Biden did, uh, the nightmare, historical, unprecedented nightmare of what happened in Afghanistan, uh, a border that is open that anyone, yes. any wicked actor, and there are plenty of them out there, they're saying, you know what? This would be a sweet time yeah. to come into the United States. Nobody's going to check because they're so dumb that they, they're, they're not going to check. They're going to let me in. This is the willful destruction of America by Joe Biden and company. Yeah. And if you are not awakened by this, folks, you are absolutely part of the problem. There's just no way around it. Yeah, and, and the, the least you can do is, is speak up. That's the absolute least you can do. If somebody says something that's 
really off, and you know it's off. You don't have to get in their face. You don't have to start an argument. You could just say, well, I don't think of it that way. And you, I love it when Jesus said, have you considered the lilies of the field? He said, just think about this. This is something that's right in front of your face. This is something very obvious to everybody, how the lilies grow and how God takes care of the sparrows and he takes care of this. You could just say to somebody, well, have you considered this viewpoint? And, and just let it, let it sink in. You don't have to get mad or, or, or angry or bitter or, you know, jump down somebody's throat. Because unfortunately, nowadays, it does not take a lot to, to as they say, trigger somebody. I mean, I, we see it in, in our own family that, you know, you have to be careful. But you can also do it, start with a little pushback and maybe you could start to win somebody, you know. Well, I think, again, we've got to do what we can do. There are no guarantees, but you have to fight for what is right and good and true. You have to do that. You have to get involved and you have to stop buying the lie that I'm not supposed to be involved politically. Imagine during the civil rights era. Yeah. If you said, you know what, that's not my battle. I don't care if blacks are treated like second class citizens. What a bum you would be. If you said, oh, I, I just I just want to preach the gospel in my church, that that would ruffle some feathers if I said that I think that we should do that. We should get involved in that uh, in, in, in the, the time of slavery. I mean, look, just yeah. as they hate Trump, they hated Lincoln. Right. They basically yeah. said well, he, he is going to di- he's a divider. Yeah. He's going to destroy this country. Uh, he. At some point, you have to make a decision. Well, it's funny because you and I being older. In our lifetime, we know this. We have never seen anyone hated so much as Donald Trump. In fact, he's hated so much. If you were to ask somebody, who's the second most hated person in in your lifetime? I bet you they couldn't think of somebody. The guy's hated so much. You can't even think of a close second, right? Or anybody, anybody on the right will be demonized. So Mm -hmm. George Bush, anybody were hated. Reagan hated. Um. And that's kind of the irony, right, is that they tried to play nice and they were especially Bush and and they were absolutely excoriated viciously by the left. Trump, again, it's part of it's part of what got me uh, in a sense involved was I saw the way the press treated him, the way the media treated him. And I said, you know what? You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to agree with him. But you have to be fair. Talking to Alvin Sadar, his book is called Obvious. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. 
For more than 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their values and their exceptional service. They're an example of putting the cause ahead of profits, and it's why I am proud to partner with them. Starting today, Patriot Mobile is extending their Black Friday deal to the Every Friday Matters deal, and you can get a free smartphone when you switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, our veterans and first responders, and more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your existing phone, or for a limited time, get a free smartphone from Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash metaxas or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, get a free smartphone with promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited time offer. Join me, make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Metaxas or call 972-PATRIOT. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful at lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Just the other night, I was asked that question. Well, the owners of Relief Factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and I agree with them. And the doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, and each one of them helps your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's the point. So approaching from four different angles may be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you've got back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. It has worked for about 70% of the half a million people who've tried it and have ordered more. I'm one of them. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Folks, welcome back. Uh, I'm really excited right now uh, to have as my guest Kevin Freeman, um, who's the author of many books. Um, The new one is called Pirate Money, Discovering the Founders' Hidden Plan for Economic Justice and Defeating the Great Reset. This is a big deal, folks. Kevin Freeman, welcome. Thank you, Eric. Good to see you. Uh, I neglected to mention you're the host of the Economic War Room on Blaze TV you, you are very uh, you're impossible to sum up. Uh, you have uh, you've done a lot of things in your lifetime. And we were just together in Dallas. And what you're up to is very, very exciting. Gives me a lot of hope. Uh, and I want to encourage my audience um, to listen in because we need hope. So what is the nutshell version uh, just to kick, kick it off of, of this book, Pirate Money? It's a very big idea. So what's the nutshell version? Well, our founders intended for us to use gold and silver as money. That's what the Bible talks about as money. That's what the Constitution talks about as money. Federal government gave that up more than 50 years ago. And the states have the option left in the Constitution to create an optional gold and silver as money standard that their citizens could use. And so the big idea from here is just to go back to what the founders intended And you can use gold and silver as money. You wouldn't have to pay capital gains tax on it, which is a big deal. You'd have a debit card that you could spend your gold and silver, and then there'd be an accounting system that'd keep track of it, and a state to guarantee that it's legitimate, that it's not fraudulent. So here's the the, the, the pushback. It's not real pushback, but just to say it, right? A lot of people would say, 
Okay, I hear a lot of people have got these big ideas. This is a huge idea. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. You're saying, okay, the founders put it in the Constitution, blah, 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 and the states have the power. Are any states doing anything about this? Well, actually, since the book was published, 20 states have entered legislation. Yes. Including in Florida, where we met with one-fourth of the entire Florida legislative body, one-quarter of it. You only need half to pass something. One-quarter of it had dinner with us, and I sat down, explained it to them, and they said, I'm in. Every one of them, every single person there Look, said I'm in, including parts of the governor's That's That's why I asked the question, because— this is a big deal, but I think most people would say, okay, and where, where are we with this? You're telling me, and you told me this in Dallas, and I was so excited, Kevin. I can't tell you. This is nuts. It gives me hope that you uh, and those that you're doing this with, a uh, number of people, are going state to state. You've already been to 20 states that have, and 20 states that have said we're in, or how does that, where does that stand? Well, 20 states where somebody in the legislature or in the treasurer's office has said, let's do it. For example, a week ago, I was in Utah with the treasurer, Marlo Oaks, and Ken Ivory is a leader in the legislature. We met with the majority whip. We met with members from the, the Utah Senate. They all said, we should do this. This is natural. The Constitution gives us the right to do it. So we've been to Oklahoma, Arizona, Florida, uh, Texas. You name the state, and we've probably been there, uh, 20 out of 50. So we've been to 40 percent of the state so far. So why did it take us this long to realize what uh, the, the founders gave us in terms of power in the states to do this uh, and then to actually begin to do it? What, because this is a big deal. I want to talk to you about defeating the Great Reset. I mean, is it did things need to get this bad for people to say, hey, look what's here. We need to do this now. Well, I'd say two things happened. One, things got bad, either whether inflation or government overreach and control like central bank digital currencies are threatening to control everything we buy, everything we sell, and that level of control. But the other thing that happened was Bitcoin. And people realized, wait a minute, I can transact in something other than U.S. dollars or Venmo or PayPal or, or debit cards. All of these financial innovations have convinced people that there are other ways to pay. We're just giving them another choice. And, and because you put that technology together and that capability with the fact that things are getting really bad and people say, I want something different. Well, again, this is fascinating. We need to break it down so, so folks can understand. But I have always felt there's something wrong when you're not grounded. In other words, the idea of using gold, there's something grounding. It's clear. Uh, when you go to this idea that, well, the piece of paper is backed by something in Fort Knox and it, you start saying, well, we're starting to, to drift away from, you know, clarity. Uh, it, it, bad things can happen when you drift away from clarity. And then in 1971, under Nixon, we were taken off the gold standard. Or was it was that the year? I'm trying to remember how when that actually happened. It was 1971. I was 10 years old. A candy bar cost a dime. You could buy a Hershey bar for a dime, a Slurpee for 15 cents. You could buy a cheeseburger shake and fries uh, at a at McDonald's for under a dollar combined, all of them. Prices have gone up literally eight times just since then. So things are eight times more expensive than they were when we left the gold standard. Well, but obviously people are making more money. I'm not. Does does that matter? In other words, to me, you're always going to have some kind of inflation. The real issue is, 
why did we go off the gold standard? It's it seems kind of scary to me to go off the gold standard. What is backing? What makes my money real if we're not on the gold well, standard, if it's not backed up by something in Fort Knox? It's backed up by the full faith and credit of the United States government, which unfortunately is dwindling worldwide and dwindling at home and against what the Constitution said. It said the government should not emit bills of credit. Well, that means that you're literally borrowing $34 trillion if you're the U.S. federal government. You couldn't do that. We couldn't have this level of debt if we had a gold standard. Um. There's so much uh, to cover here. Um, we'll, we'll do our best today, but I want to have you back to dig in more because there really is a lot here. I want to be clear uh, that uh, the book has just been out for a few months. It's called Pirate Money, Discovering the Founders' Hidden Plan for Economic Justice and Defeating the Great Reset. So what you're saying is it is possible for us to get things right when it comes to money. I mean, I got to tell you, you know, using credit cards or whatever, I I feel more and more and more like I want to pay in cash. I don't like the idea that somebody out there knows every move I'm making. Uh, Every time, you know, I buy uh, anything that it's all somehow digitized and it's known. This seems something unhealthy to me about that, which is why I just think cash is a good idea. Even better paying in gold. And again, we we can get into how that's going to work. But when did you first decide I want to I want to do something about this? 1971, when we left the gold standard, my dad came in, told me, hey, Nixon took us off the gold standard. I was reading the Constitution and studying it. And I said, wait a minute, he can't do that. That's against what is written by our founders. Hey, 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 I know you're smart, but you're telling me, Kevin Freeman, that when you were 10 years old, you were reading the Constitution and you were you were on top. That's that's pretty wonderful. I was a complete I, 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 nerd. I'm a complete nerd. Absolutely. I nerded out on it. Uh, I, I were I were argued over ex post facto laws. I'm the same kid. My dad walked in and said, I'll give you a dollar to cut the front lawn. I said, Dad, I want a dollar sixty. That's the minimum wage in America. I mean, they had this sense of economics from. Well, my dad was a stockbroker. He taught us about money. So I learned a lot from him. But so this has been something that's been on your heart and mind for many decades. Absolutely. And I wrote, written about it in several books, but the time was never right before. I wrote a book, Game Plan, 10 years ago. Uh, in fact, it came out 10 years ago tomorrow. And it said that wouldn't it be great if we could put gold on deposit at a trusted depository and they give you a debit card and you could fractionalize it and spend it with a debit card. And it just worked like any other money, like PayPal or Venmo or anything else. And here we are 10 years later, 20 states are looking at doing this. Well, this is exciting. When I was at the Liberty Hawk Ranch, uh, I met the guy uh, who's behind actually making this happen. We can't share that information on this program yet. But this is real. Uh, And I'm involved in it. I'm getting involved in it. Uh, That's not why I had you on the program. I wasn't even sure what we were going to talk about today. But it's exciting to me that we're living at a time when people like you and others are are, are getting activated uh, and are saying we need to do something about it. And we actually can do something about it. It's not just about wringing our hands and saying, woe is me. And the globalists are taking over. Uh, You and others have gone to war with the globalists on this issue and others. 
Yeah, no, I was just in Boca Raton, just flew back from that, and I, I was literally at Del Boca Vista. I mean, that's where we were staying, and I was talking to the people, you know, using a Seinfeld reference, and I met the equivalent of Morty and Helen Seinfeld today, and they're not worried about trench coats. They're not worried about space pens. Morty and Helen are worried about the future of America and liberty for real, their kids, their grandkids, and, and the world itself. Keep the pen. Um... You were at Del Boca Vista. Oh, my gosh. Literally. Uh, was Bo Bridges there? Um, let me ask you. Uh, well, look, first of all, we're going to go to a break here. But, folks, this is a big thing. I want to be real clear. This is real. This is a big deal. Uh, you need to know who Kevin Freeman is. You need to know about the economic war room. This book is called Pirate Money, Discovering the Founders' Hidden Plan for Economic Justice and Defeating the Great Reset. We'll be right back to talk about defeating the Great Reset by God's grace. Don't go away. All my pictures seem to fade to black and white. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool they've added, Legacy pminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com check it out hey this is eric metaxas for years i've told you about nutramedics a professional supplement brand trusted by doctors since 1993 nutramedics offers a variety of health bundles whether you want to support your immune system improve your sleep promote joint comfort or detoxification support, Nutramedics has a health bundle right for you. The best part about Nutramedics, every year they donate a minimum of 50% of their profits to Christian charities and missions. That's right, 50% of their profits. Nutramedics has a goal of surpassing $100 million in giving by 2030. Many of you take supplements already. Switch to Nutramedics. It's the highest quality and they donate 50% of their profits. Get 15% off by using the code ERIC. During checkout, go to Nutramedics.com and search health bundles support your health while helping others in need go to nutramedics that's n-u-t-r-a-m-e-d-i-x.com nutramedics.com use the code eric for 15 percent off again nutramedics n-u-t-r-a-m-e-d-i-x.com nutramedics.com use the code eric for 15 percent off Welcome back. Talking to Kevin Freeman. He's the host of the Economic War Room on Blaze TV and the author of a brand new book, Pirate Money, Discovering the Founders' Hidden Plan for Economic Justice and Defeating the Great Reset. So how does this help us defeat the Great Reset? 
Well, Glenn Beck wrote a book with Justin Haskins about the Great Reset, and he said all great machines like that require fuel, and the fuel for that is money. And so if you remember the Battle of the Bulge movie or of the history, the German army could not have won without energy. They needed p petrol. They needed fuel to, for their tanks. And when they ran out of it, it was the end of the German army. The Great Reset depends on controlling all of our money. It's all about the money for them. So Klaus Schwab and others would say you will own nothing and you will like it. They want to take control of money through central bank digital currencies where they can track, monitor, control everything that you do. By giving people a legal constitutional choice, they can opt out. It won't be required, but they can opt out of that central bank digital currency system and deal in something that's sound, that's real, which would be gold and silver. At the state level, you will have the opportunity to transact in gold and silver. Again, this is am amazing. And now when you say at the state level, so only some states will be able to do this. Uh, but uh, so how, how does that work? In other words, I can, I can buy stuff from those states if I don't live in one of those states and I can pay in gold and silver using a, a, a card because there's actual gold backing this up. Well, the beauty of it is my Discover card is out of Utah. I have cards out of Omaha, Nebraska, and North Carolina, and I use them all the time. Once you're connected to the financial rails, you'll be able to transact business anywhere. It's okay. It's legal. If you wanted to open a bank account in New Jersey or in Utah or New Mexico, you could do that right now, Eric. And so you could actually participate in another state's offering right now. And the Constitution allows that because it has uniformity of gold and silver. It's the same. Gold and silver is the same in Nebraska as it is Oklahoma. So what is that for, for people that aren't excited about this? Why should people be excited about this? Words, what is it? You know, if your average person uh, doesn't really understand this um, and to some extent I don't. So I'm asking the question on behalf of myself as well. What, what is it that is happening now? Uh, that uh, puts me in danger. I, as I mentioned before, I don't like the idea of these unknown forces out there knowing every move I make. There's just something about that that feels creepy to me. Um, that's part of it, I guess. So you're saying that if I do this, they wouldn't know every move I'm making. I'm free and independent. Right. In fact, in every piece of legislation, there is a statement of privacy. In, in Florida, for example, they have two pieces of legislation, but one that guarantees privacy. So that the state, which has, just imagine, you took gold, and you might have it in your safe at home, and you put it on deposit with a state, and then you could transact in it, you could write a check on it, you could show up at the depository and say, give me my gold out, I want my gold out. They couldn't fractionalize it, so it's not a, at risk like a bank. You put your money in a bank, and there's a run on the bank, people take, you know, they've loaned out the money so they can't give it to you. It's like the, 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 it's a wonderful life scenario. You, you'll be able to know that your money is real. It's protected by the state. You can transact in it. You can go and buy a stick of gum. You can pay your mortgage with it. You can pay your employees with it. You can get paid with it. And it's an option. It is not the only choice you have. So by giving people choices and opt out, they can step out of the Great Reset. And if enough people realize that they have an opt out, it will defeat the Great Reset entirely because nobody would give their money over to an overarching controlling federal government if they knew their state gave them a better choice. And obviously this is already happening. I mean, we, we look about the, the Canadian truckers. We look, we look at everywhere we see this kind of stuff happening. Mike Lindell, uh, his banks, uh, I, 
I, I can't remember specifically what they did, but the power that banks have with our money, uh, that power needs to be taken out of their hands. And it sounds to me like this is a part of that. Yeah, because money will go where it's treated best. And so if you know your bank is going to cancel you, like my friend Nick Vujicic had his bank account canceled. He doesn't know why. I guess it's because he spoke at a pro-life rally. That's what he thinks. So they just canceled him. You could put your money here and you would know it could not be canceled. It's your money. You can go pick it up. But it's not dirty green pieces of paper with Washington's picture on it. It's actual gold and silver, which is what the Bible talks about as money. It's what the Constitution talks about as money. It's what 6,000 years of human history has declared as money. Well, isn't it fascinating that you have you have 6,000 years of people using gold and silver? It's uh, it's uh, it's it's elemental, literally elemental. These are elements on the periodic table uh, created by God. And suddenly in our lifetime, that ends. That's a, it's a dramatic thing that we're living at a time where we have gone away from what had been part of life uh, for everyone in all civilization, effectively. Every major currency that's gone away from it has eventually failed. The British pound failed and George Soros took them down. The Zimbabwe currency failed. Uh, Weimar Germany's currency failed. And uh, more recently, Argentina and Venezuela, their currencies failed. The only thing holding our dollar up is confidence in the American government. I'm not willing to risk everything I own on the fact that the confidence will remain high. Well, uh, America's not the country that it used to be. And part of this is getting America to be the country uh, that we're meant to be, that we used to be, um, you know, making America great again. Uh, this is part of that. It's, it's, it's having us be who the founders intended us um, uh, to be. Uh, we're going to a break here. I'm talking to Kevin Freeman. Folks, this is big news. The book is Pirate Money, Discovering the Founders' Hidden Plan for Economic Justice and Defeating the Great Reset, with a foreword by Nick Vojtovich. Uh, uh, we're going to be right back talking to Kevin Freeman. I just hit town and my throat was dry. I thought I'd stop and have myself a At an old saloon on a street of mud, there at a table, healing stud, such a dirty mangy dog. Are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. He didn't just stop at the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream bed sheets made from the world's best cotton called Giza. These sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98. These sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Metaxas at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Eric at checkout. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-978-3057 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code Eric. Welcome back. We're talking to Kevin Freeman, host of the Economic War Room on Blaze TV. 
Uh, the new book, very important. It's called Pirate Money, Discovering the Founders' Hidden Plan for Economic Justice and Defeating the Great Reset. So what is economic justice? What do you mean by that, Kevin Freeman? Well, a perfect example of this is people can't buy gold unless you're wealthy. I had a client in Chicago. She owned a Steinway dealership. She had three rolls of gold coins she spent $50,000 for. When she passed away, I tried to sell them. And when you go and try and sell them, it took me eight weeks and three different people to talk to to sell the, that. It's, it's inaccessible for small dollar people to get your money out quickly. It's a great investment. People love gold. But if you only have $1,000, how do you put $1,000 in gold and then the next day the washing machine breaks down? By having it as state-based transactional gold and silver, it's possible you can put the $1,000 in and you could spend it the next day. It makes it accessible for everyday Americans to own gold and silver. So how is it that the founders 250 years ago could have foreseen that they would need to tell the states that they have the right to do this? That's kind of amazing to, to think about. Yeah, well, they knew that because in the Continental Congress, they issued pieces of paper called Continentals. And I have one from Philadelphia in 1776, and it's payable to the bearer for Spanish mill dollars or the equivalent in gold and silver. The problem is they didn't have the gold and silver to back it up, and so the Continentals became worthless. The founders understood the failure of paper money personally. So Thomas Jefferson says paper is poverty. Alexander Hamilton says never go to a system based solely on paper. All the founders hated unbacked paper money. So they gave the states an opt-out. If the federal government screws up and does this unbacked paper money thing again, then you make gold and silver coin legal tender and use those. Well, it's just an amazing thing that, that nearly 250 years later, here we are. Uh, and you and your confreres are going state to state and, and talking to people about this. Um, what is your what is your sense of where this goes from here? When does this become real? Well, Utah says it's going to become real by March. Uh, Florida has got legislation. They think it's going to happen almost immediately. You, you can go to transactionalgold.com, and when you go there, you can click on active states, and you'll see which states, like Tennessee, is moving forward very rapidly. Uh, Louisiana, Connie Hare there from the State Freedom Caucus is talking to their new treasurer, John Fleming, and says, we've got to do this. Or Todd Russ, the treasurer in Oklahoma with Senator Bullard and, and uh, my, my dear friend who's fellow... Cherokee, Shane David, Shane Jett and others, they're moving. They're so excited about this. They came out to Liberty Hawk. We had a seminar. We gave them each a copy of Pirate Money. They went back and carried it. The National Federation of Christian Lawmakers, the State Financial Officers Foundation, Association of Mature American Citizens, Brigitte Gabriel, Act for America, one after one, when they read the book and get the idea, they endorse it. Eagle Forum across the country is moving forward on this in Alabama and other states. So, again, part of the motivation to do this is to defeat the Great Reset, to defeat the globalists who uh, they're getting more control every single day unless we fight back. And this is a very key piece of uh, making it impossible for them to have control over our lives. 
and it's going on offense. We're so often on defense, Eric, that we, oh, they've done this. We have to protest that. We have to push back. No, this is a way we can take the Constitution and go on offense and literally disarm them. Their, their strongest weapon will be controlling us by our money if we give an alternative that's individual states. And by the way, we have 50 state lab experiments. New Hampshire talked about putting uh, blockchain into their bill that uses gold and silver. But blockchain's not to be found in the Florida bill. So 50 different states with 50 different approaches, each one of them aimed to kill the Great Reset. Uh, and say to my audience again, uh, because I haven't talked about it so much, what is the Great Reset? This is the globalist's attempt to take over the world, to, to destroy America uh, and to turn us all into globalists with no uh, national affiliation, no national pride, no national sovereignty. Uh, they're using China. They're using the World Health Organization. They're using the bubble-headed uh, figures in the Biden administration to destroy this nation, to destroy our freedoms. And this is a big part of it. Yeah, to destroy individual liberty, to control everything you do. You'll force you to use an electric car, to force uh, you to give up carbon emissions of any kind, to force you to eat bugs because they think bugs would be better for the planet, or literally they're just laughing at us. This is the new aristocracy trying to control the rest of us. It goes directly in the face of the American experiment. Remember, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which is literally property from John unlock life, liberty, property. They say you'll own nothing and be happy. In other words, your pursuit of happiness is completely divorced from your ability to earn a living, pay for your kids, enjoy things with your grandkids, buy property, build something. They said, no, 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 you're going to follow society. So you're no longer an individual responsible to God. You are a part of a society and you're responsible to government. You mentioned a website, transactionalgold.com. Is that the one that you're sending people to? Yes, that's where you can learn more about all of this that we're talking about and what your state is doing. Of course, you can learn more about what I do at economicwarroom.com. This is one of half dozen different uh, projects that we have working at the moment. Uh, and we have that weekly Blaze TV show. If you sign up for our free battle plans at economicwarroom.com, we'll send you an email that says, this is what we're covering on the show this week. This is, these are the action steps. These are how you implement things. Well, as I say, getting to know you uh, a little bit better more recently uh, when we were together in Dallas, uh, it just has given me really great hope for the future, because I think there are a lot of people that they kind of think like, well, it's all going to hell. There's nothing we can do. We're just going to get in the, uh, you know, in the root cellar with our Slim Jims, our water purification tablets. We're going to wait for the rapture. That's the best we can do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is incorrect. That is incorrect. You can fight back. And there are innumerable reasons to have hope. And frankly, Kevin, um, it feels to me like if this could happen, and I think it will, that we could experience a new birth of freedom, to quote Abraham Lincoln, that we could see things, you talk about going on the offense, happening in America and spreading around the world that most people can't even dream about, that all of the good stuff that we have spent decades forgetting, that we would remember it, we would implement it, and we would share it around the world. The book is Pirate Money. The author is Kevin Freeman. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. Talking to Kevin Freeman. The book is Pirate Money, Discovering the Founder's Hidden Plan for Economic Justice and Defeating the Great Reset. So in Pirate Money, Kevin Freeman, uh, you talk about the yellow brick road. Talk about uh, what do you mean by that? Well, uh, there's a movie that I saw as a kid scared me silly because there's a big tornado. I grew up in Oklahoma, and that is The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. So I never saw the movie, never read the book until I became an adult. But when I did, I realized, as many others have, scholars, L. Frank Baum wrote a children's story that was an economic allegory. It's got all sorts of interesting characters in it. I mean, you know of the wicked uh, witch of the East. That would be the bankers that were controlling money. And then you know about Toto. That stood for the teetotalers. And you know about the flying monkeys, which were the attorneys that represented. What this was was an argument over do we have greenbacks, which are unbacked paper money, do we have a gold standard, or do we have a silver standard? And Baum was arguing for a gold and silver standard. So you follow the yellow brick road, you're following gold. But what shoes was Dorothy supposed to wear? In the movie, they were ruby slippers. In the book, they were silver slippers. Why do you not want unbacked paper money? That is the wizard with nothing, no power behind him in the Emerald City, which is green, like greenbacks and money. All of this was written as an economic allegory. You had the scarecrows, the farmers. You had the tin man as the factory workers. You had this big battle and argument. And in the end, the solution to get back to Kansas was to follow the yellow brick road with your silver slippers, a gold and silver standard. And children understood what money was back in 1900. Today, kids have no idea what money is. L. Frank Baum wrote a beautiful economic allegory we talk about in the book Pirate Money that talks about having a gold and silver standard as real money instead of unbacked paper money. Now, how is it possible that most people don't know that The Wizard of Oz is an economic allegory? I'm sorry to say I didn't know that either until I started to study it, and then I saw that there are other scholars. It's been written up in economic journals and publications on how it was an economic allegory. Even the cowardly lion was supposedly William Jennings Bryan, who was fighting for a silver standard to go along with the gold standard. He was kind of, come on, let me at him, let me at him. But he he did not get the job done, and Baum called him out for it. Holy cow. I mean, this is uh, this is this is big news. The idea that 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 a film that most of us are very familiar with is based on a book that was an economic allegory and most of us didn't know it. That's that's crazy. Now, you do write about that. There's a chapter in the book on that. Yes, it's called Follow the Yellow Brick Road with Silver Slippers. I mean, I'm I'm just taken aback. Uh, So, again, you know. You have real hope that we can defeat the Great Reset, and this is just one of a number of things that you're involved in. We were talking about some stuff in Dallas. It's very exciting. Yeah, no, and and the book has all of the history of money. Where did money come from? How was it invented? All the Supreme Court cases on it, uh, how money is used. This is intended to educate Americans so that they can see things like the allegory of the Wizard of Oz. But we've got other uh, border solutions. We've got a solution for artificial intelligence to defeat Google. We've got an incredible Hollywood idea that you were a part of. We're just in the very early stages of that. The Economic War Room is designed to help people weapon their money for liberty, security, and values. I just want to be real clear, ladies and gentlemen, 
there's no smoke blowing here. Uh, it is hard for us to believe because we've heard so much bad news. This is unadulterated good news. This is real. Uh, I know, Kevin, uh, the, the book, of course, gives you the details, pirate money. Uh, but we'll have you back soon, Kevin. There's a lot more to talk about here, and I'm just excited to get started. The book, again, by Kevin Freeman, Pirate Money. Uh, folks, you need to be a part of this. Uh, Kevin, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. 